Hi, everybody. Welcome to Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Chimpaka, and so great to have you back again. Thank you for supporting this show. Today, I have a very special guest. She um, is also a good friend of mine. Uh, Jayessa is an intuitive card reader of 40 years. And um, what's unique about her is that she uses regular playing cards, which is actually one of the oldest divination tools. And in a unique practice that explores the past the pre and the present influence as it relates to future possibility in many aspects of clients' lives. Um, so she provides insight and guidance as well as answering questions from her own intuition and source channeled information. So today, Jayas is going to share how we can channel source through intuitive card reading. And I think she might even do a little bit of a draw for us so you can get a taste of, of her magic. So welcome, Jayessa. It's great to have you here on the show today. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for asking me to join you in your group. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, Jayessa, I'd love, you know, as I ask all my guests um, a little bit about their journey, because I, I think the listeners love to hear how did you end up where you are now? Like, what was the catalyst or turning point that got you to this place of like, wow, this is what I am. This is what I truly desire to be doing. And, uh, and then you made that shift. Was there a particular point or did it happen gradually? Tell us a little bit about that, your story. Sure. Okay. Well, it began for me, this, uh, this journey, uh, into self initially, uh, and then later became a journey um, that was combining uh, self and source. And it started for me when I was 20 and I was pregnant with my first girl. And I don't know if others or other listeners may have had this experience, but I, uh, I felt at that very special time in my life that I was very drawn into the spiritual aspect of myself and also uh, wanting to deepen a spiritual practice and to uh, actually find a spiritual practice and um, and deepen um, my sense of who I am through engaging in that practice. So <clears throat> I I started to explore many different oracles that were available uh, to use in terms of divination, including tarot, including the runes, including I Ching, uh, which is another oracle that I do really very much enjoy. Uh, but I kept coming back to this practice, uh, to a practice called Gong He Fat Choi which translates literally to greetings of riches. And it says that uh, good will triumph over evil or positive will triumph over negative at a ratio of three to one in any given life. And I very much enjoyed that practice and I very much enjoyed that premise. 
And so um, after doing that, and I kept coming back to that one as being kind of my favorite oracle, I felt that it resonated with me and certainly the people um, in my uh, family and my friend base who were willing to uh, be used as guinea, guinea pigs as I was exploring uh, how to become proficient. Uh, at using my intuition and reading cards or reading oracles. In this particular sense, it was reading cards. And I think I was more drawn to it because it was utilizing regular playing cards. And it uh, initially had a board that was a little bit awkward for reading. And so I decided after uh, practicing for about 20 years, maybe, um, 15 maybe, that I wanted to be able to travel uh, and, and use this um, oracle. So I, um, I kind of whittled it down to its most basic elements and added some things myself, like the addition of one card, actually. Uh, the the um, this reading, the, the original reading called me two cards and I added a joke to make it 33 cards. I, uh, my master number for my life is 33. And I felt that um, was, was and wanted to, uh, be, wanted to be another, another card in this reading to make it feel more Um. Well, I basically put all the other oracles that were available, I put them aside and really concentrated on jumping deeply into this practice, making it and uh, utilizing my intuition to, um, to help people um, with guidance and insight. And I found that when I really let go um, that I was able to uh, to channel source information through uh, through the vehicle. That information would would just flow through me in a very um, easy uh, in a very easy way, and I felt that I I was able to help people and uh, their reactions to me was was. Um, showing me that that was the case and encouraged me to to go deeper and to continue with this process so here i am 40 years later uh from that start point and i've read cards um in mexico in hawaii several states in every province in canada except for pei um, and it's been a constant companion for me. Uh, I was, uh, for a long time, I was, you know, working and it was a sideline for me. And about, uh, at about the 30 year point, it, uh, it began to be, uh, something that I was, became the, the, the main breadwinner for me, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that, <clears throat> Jayessa. I mean, and I, it's always, I, you're actually the first reader, intuitive card reader that I've had on this show. And I've had many, many guests. So it's really great to have you and have something kind of different. And um, especially because I think everybody knows about 
uh, tarot and uh, maybe even some people know about, you know, the Oracle cards, the runes as well. But I think what you do is very, very special and, and unique. I mean, I'm currently enrolled in her intuitive card reading training right now. It's an eight week training. And um, I'm really enjoying learning about all the different nuances and meanings of the cards. And I realize, yeah, there's so much to learn and there's so much history behind them. And um, it's really exciting. And I, I'd, love, I'd love to know more about um, what are you planning for the future? Do you have any plans to take this in a different direction or do some kind of trainings online? Tell us a little bit about what your plans are for the future with, uh, with your work with intuitive card reading. Okay, yeah. Um, so I guess it's about four weeks ago now. I started to do this course that you just mentioned, uh, learning intuitive card reading with JSA. And that was a big jump for me. Uh, people had occasionally asked me throughout the, the course of reading here, there, and all over the place if that was the type of thing that, that they could learn uh, from me. And I, it's not that I was reluctant as, as such. I just kind of never really thought of myself as a teacher. Uh, so... After receiving three very poignant requests to uh, please offer uh, this um, in terms of, of a, a training uh, that they could uh, take the take the cards and kind of you know run with it them, themselves, and then I realized that this is a unique reading that I have been, you know, formulating um, over the past 25 years, for sure, from the original process that I started with. And as such, um, my, my youngest daughter does dabble a little bit with it, but she, um, she, she doesn't, you know, use it um, to, uh, to make money with or, or anything like that. So, I, I don't know how committed she is to continuing with that process. And I thought, well, it might be a good chance to actually continue um, the, the process because it dies with me, really, if I don't get it out there. So I thought in the interest of posterity, why not? Why not, you know, kind of open myself up and expand myself to that possibility? And so... Um, I, I have four committed students now, and it's been a really great process so far. Uh, we're about halfway through, and uh, we should finish up uh, somewhere, I think, around the middle of May. And so after that, I'll be uh, working on, um, you know, putting my notes all in order and uh, getting it out there as an online training, an eight-week online training. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited about that. That's, uh, that can really that make me feel um, like, I, like I am putting myself out there in the name of posterity, you know, that uh, it's, it's a legacy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. And so it's possible you'll be doing that course in June or July, maybe? I'm, I'm aiming for June. <clears throat> Good. Awesome. So people, you can get in touch with um, Jayessa. She's a bit more modern than me. She actually has Snapchat. 
And uh, it's either under Jayessa, J-A-Y-E-S-S-A, or uh, J-O-F, the, the, I can't even say it. Don't worry. I will post it in the comments after I publish the recording. So you can find her on Snapchat. You can also email her if you want to book in for a private session online or in person. And I'll also post, get in touch with, she doesn't really Instagram, uh, but yeah, other ways. So, um, I highly recommend that you reach out to her. So I want to ask you about, as you know, I also have my own spiritual world know already, so I too much. This is a life, you know, that we're on. But there are some that come up when you're doing this work and, uh, have you honored challenges because you chose this path? Do you feel that path has a challenges for you? This is a bit of a different question that I've never asked before. Hmm, that is an interesting question. Um, I, I would say, yeah, there, there's there's been some challenges with it. Um, as a it's not really viewed as a healing modality. So, so it's, um, it, it has been challenging to, um, to rise above some of the preconceived notions that are out there with regards to being a card reader, she says with her, you know, fingers up in quotations. Um, I, I think that, uh, um, th there's a kind of a, a, an old idea, uh, floating around that, you know, you're, if you're going to, uh, go to a card reader that you're, you're going to, you know, sit in, in a dingy room somewhere that's, you know, that's lit with only candles and, and you're going to be talking with a gypsy who's, you know, all in gypsy garb and you're, and you're going to be hearing kind of woo woo information. And that certainly is not what I'm about at, at all. Um, there are, you know, some, there, there are occasionally in the reading some of the mundane things that come up, like you might be attending a wedding soon or something like that. But for the most part, um, I am able to tap into what a source wants to reiterate and to offer to the client that is sitting across the table from me. And so it's certainly been a, a huge tool for me personally in uh, connecting um, with all kinds of people um, from all walks of, of life. And uh, that's been very interesting and very rewarding. And it's actually fun to uh, realize that people are sitting there going, oh yeah, this is really not what I expected at all. And it makes me uh, feel good actually to be able to help them uh, connect to source yes. um, in, in, a, in a very personal, in a very personal way. And I, I've, in 40 years, the biggest challenge that I came across was, was one woman also in Mexico, by the way, about 20 years ago in Puerto Vallarta, the only person who 
closed herself off so completely um, that I, I couldn't, there was no information. There was nothing coming. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, somebody had goaded her into doing this reading uh, and she really energetically closed herself off to the point where there was nothing coming through for me. And that was a first. Um, and certainly it's not even close to ever happening again. It's not oh. come even close to happening again. Thankfully. So. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I find is that, you know, most people are, are quite open. Of course, sometimes you'll, you'll encounter people who have some resistance, especially if you're channeling information for them that, um, they're, they may be in denial about. Yes. And so, you know, it's an, it's an exercise in diplomacy and, um, and compassion. And, uh, one thing that I can say has been probably the biggest reward, um, although challenging in and of itself in terms of, you know, 40 years that it's taken to become very proficient in terms of the human condition. And that, that knowledge has certainly been afforded me through this practice. Wow. Thank you for sharing that so eloquently, Jayessa. I, I really love what you've shared about what you know what card what intuitive card reading means to you and i think you brought up a really good point about how if if the client or the inquirer as you call it right the um is blocking um you know blocking from you being able to access and connect with their higher self um how can you do an effective reading and it's the same thing with me when i'm doing healing if the client sitting in front of me is blocking me, then I can't connect in with their higher self and I can't effectively do the healing, which for me, and I think you'll agree with the same with your intuitive card reading. It's not me doing it all. There's a, there's a flow of energy back and forth. And Absolutely. so the more the person opens up, the more this energy can kind of flow between you. It's so true. Yeah. And it creates a, it creates a whole different uh, experience where, where yeah, yeah, where you're you're connecting with this person on a level of a deep conscious level, you know. So, um, yeah, I find that to be really rewarding as well. So, I know that some of the people on this call uh, might not even be familiar with tarot. Never mind um, intuitive card reading. We, I would love it if you did uh, a set of a kind of a spread a short spread or focus spread as you call it for the group that they could get a little bit of a taste of what you do is that okay yeah we can okay we can try that. okay awesome okay well i think for the for the purposes of of um seeing what comes up here i'll i'll let your listeners know that i uh anticipated uh potentially doing a, a little a little three card draw like this, what I call a daily focus or um, an insight draw. And so I went through the process, which is the same process that I go through between each client of cleansing what I call the vehicle, which is the cards. Um, and they, they do require cleansing because you can look at 
this vehicle as a receptacle yes. for the human condition. Mm. So ev energy, um, some residual energy from every person who has ever touched these cards is in these cards. And that is what makes it a receptacle for the human condition. Right. And so it's important to clear uh, space and clear energies from the cards so that they're uh, ready to accept the energy of the next inquirer. So in this particular incidence, all of your listeners are becoming the next inquirer. So Wonderful. I'll allow you to be the inquirer and perhaps I'm going to pass them off with my left hand and I'm passing you the deck. You can take them with your left hand. And if you would just give them a quick little shuffle, Michelle, asking, uh, what kind of information uh, would uh, Source like to impart to the group at this time? What kind of information would Source? What kind of information would Source like to impart um, to the group that is on embodying your higher self, tools for living consciously, all of the listeners that are here live, and all of the ones who will be listening to the recording later? I'm just tuning in. And what kind of information would Source like to impart? for all of these listeners at this time. Okay, yep. that feels good. Yeah, and okay. we'll just put them, put them in front of you, put them down in front of you and go ahead and, and pick us three cards. Okay. okay. Now, as you are learning this process, yes. Michelle, you have an idea of how they will be laid out. So we're gonna start with the first card. Wow. And that goes in the middle. That's right. And then the next card will be laid on the left-hand side, my left. -hand Your left-hand side. side. That's right. Okay. As the and then the last card will be put on the right-hand side, my right-hand side. Okay. As and then I will ask that source deliver pertinent information for the listeners of uh, Michelle's podcast today. And I will say that we will to will thy will. And that is, uh, that means not your will, not my will, but the will of the universe, the will of source and the will of God we invite to govern over and protect during this reading. So we're gonna start with the first card which is the card of new undertaking, the card of time. Ah, look at that. We have, <laughs> we have this trine of cards definitely weighted on the diamond side, which means that it is of the financial or material aspect of life. Uh, and it is saying, it's saying, take your time, take time with self, uh, take time in reflection, as well as um, new undertakings is coming up at the heart of the matter. Mm -hmm. So be prepare yourself for new undertakings uh, by, prepare yourself by being willing to sit uh, in a reflective state with self and take time with self as you contemplate um, new undertakings that are becoming available to you, um, potentially even in a financial or material way, open up to the possibilities that are available to you with regards to 
um, uh, what is out there for you in a material or financial way. And um, also engage in the practice of writing to help you connect more deeply with self and with source and as a way to prepare further for undertaking whatever is out there for you to grab onto in terms of the possibilities that bring you uh, higher uh, and, um, and help you connect with your uh, earning potential. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so you got all that from those three cards. That's pretty, pretty amazing. I have to say I've had um, a couple of readings already with uh, Jayessa and she's, she's incredible. She really is the real deal. And um, I highly recommend if you're looking for inside uh, that you connect with her and, um, and book a reading. Um, I think it, it really can really be life-changing for you. So thank you so much for sharing that. And um, I'd love to ask you, because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, you know, because you call it intuitive card reading, and there's that word intuitive there. And a lot of people, I think, in life have been having trouble connecting with their intuition or even understanding what is my intuition. Do you have, you know, any tools or tips that you can share how people can grow their intuition and really connect more with that part of them? Yeah, okay, that's uh, that's definitely a loaded question. Um, because it, it is one of these um, conceptual yeah. things, you know, to, to be tapping into your intuition. I think of intuition as uh, information that is available to us through source or from source at all times, but it requires our uh, concerted uh, effort to understand what our bodies are saying to us. That's a form of intuition. To understand messages that we may be receiving um, in all different forms. The, you know, messages from source come to me in, in all different ways. Um, it can be uh, literally a message that's left on my phone. It can be a download that I get uh, through a dream. It can be uh, walking um, quietly somewhere with myself and just a, a sentence popping into my head that I know in that instant is source channeled information. I also find that uh, writing... And for me, uh, I'm not a big um, committed journaler in terms of sitting down every day, but there is always a journal handy for me in my home. And it's all about free flow of information. So I also um, meditate, um, not on a daily basis, um, certainly on a weekly basis. And I do take time to sit with self and um, let the messages, um, what I call downloads, kind of let, them, let them work through me, let them come into my consciousness 
Um, and not to, not to worry if nothing comes in that moment. I ask as well. I ask to be guided. I, I, I'm a firm sort of old school believer that what you ask for, you get. I, I also believe um, in the concept of I am, which is the creative force of life and the uh, force for uh, creative manifestation. So these are all little tools that I use to help me connect with my inner knowingness. And I know that my inner knowingness is also source channeled information. So I like to also play little word games with myself where I take uh, words that are conceptual in nature and um, use the letters of those of that word to come up with um, a, a sentence um, or a way to describe what we're looking at conceptually. So for instance, off the top of my head would be like love which would be something could go something like um, letting ourselves value each other, L O V E. And and so um, and these are just little games that yeah. I play with myself to help me understand these concepts better, and to also then be able to uh, pass that information on because I think many, many people struggle with what these conceptual terms mean. And um, I, I've found that in those types of ex exercises, I am, I feel that I am actually uh, channeling source information as well. Wow, thank you for that explanation. And I just saw that Melissa entered the studio. Melissa, would you like to get on live and ask Jayessa a question? Just look for the little phone icon and click on that, and then you'll be invited into the studio if you'd like to ask her a question. Um, so please don't be shy. You're more than welcome. She'd love to answer any questions you might have. I would. Yes. So I was thinking about, um, I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people know about intuitive card reading. I may have missed the entire session. Ah, well, Melissa, don't worry. We're talking about intuitive card reading and intuition. And do you have any questions about uh, intuition or intuitive card reading? It doesn't matter. All questions, all questions are welcome. So yes. Um, and if you miss the session, if you miss the session, don't worry. There's going to be a recording. You can come back and find the recording and listen, because uh, Jayessa is awesome. So what I was going to say is, um, now I've lost my train of thought, is the idea that, um, oh my God, I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Wait, you, you were, uh, we were on about intuition. Yes, yes. And now my intuition is going here. No, um, well, I, I have lost my train of thought. This has never happened to me before. Melissa, do you have a question? <laughs> Save me, Melissa. Um, so yeah, no, it's, uh, this is really wonderful. I, I guess I, I guess I wanted to ask about, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yes, one question. How do we know that our intuition is not based on emotions? 
Great question, Melissa. Okay, I'll let Jayessa answer that. Um, of course, we don't want to be reactive, but I think that emotions actually can help us tap into our intuition. The way that we are feeling um, often informs us. Um, it's about listening. It's about listening to why, uh, what's happening in our bodies, um, what's, what's happening even in our minds, and what those emotions are actually trying to, what information those emotions are trying to impart to us about um, ourselves or about our reactions to other people. So um, it, it's, you, I, you can't use it, you can't use them completely interchangeably. You can't say that feelings are intuition, but certainly uh, there is uh, there is some definite overlap there, uh, for me anyway, um, where, uh, for example, um, if I am feeling in the presence of a particular person, uh, like I'm getting angry, um, perhaps, uh, what I'm doing as an imp an empath as well is is picking up on some energy that is being put into the space, and I'm picking that up in my energy field through a particular feeling. Um, and so, if I don't have a place to put that feeling, if there's nothing uh, in in that's happening circumstantially for me at that moment, that is uh, that anger is appropriate for, then I know that somebody is bringing that feeling into my energy field. And it is my intuition then that is picking up on the fact that somebody else is, um, is dealing with some anger issues at this time. And of course, a card reading is done very close. You know, you're generally no more than three feet across the table from a person and, and maybe even closer than that. So you certainly are um, interacting within each other's energy fields. And um, if you've honed your, your intuition, and certainly the cards help me do that because they help me tap into the human condition. Um, so yeah, and it, and it is about, you know, subtle energies and how it's making you feel and then reading the information that is coming through those feelings. So they're not mutually exclusive and yet, um, the way that you feel can certainly inform you, uh, intuitively in, in many ways. Uh, that was an awesome answer. Thank you, Jayessa. I think I totally agree with that. And I know also as an empath, um, I can feel often either in my chest or in my stomach, mm -hmm. there's a kind of visceral feeling that I get sometimes around certain people. And, um, and that can indicate whether this person is and I don't, I don't, I don't want to say good or bad, right or wrong, because that's polarity thinking. But maybe this is somebody I need to be careful of, or maybe this is somebody that I can align with. I mean, I really trust, as they say, your body is the parameter of the soul. And Absolutely. I believe that. And I so that. I think that's 
certainly another way to hone your intuition or to read what your intuition is trying to tell you. Yeah. And not everybody, um, not everybody has the same kind of psychic sense. So, you know, it's also, it's important to understand that, you know, some people have visions, they're clairvoyant, other people are clairaudient, uh, they hear, clairsentient, they feel, and claircognizant, they know. Um, and um, just tune into what is your uh, strongest sense and allow that sense to direct you in your life and you'll, it'll help you uh, avert uh, yourself from many, many problems. So I remember now what I was going to ask Jayessa. I wanted to ask her, and I'm sure a lot of people have asked you this question before, what are some of the benefits of getting an intuitive card reading? How can this really help people in their lives? Okay, well, I think what I've uh, noticed the most is that, um, and I think I may have alluded to this um, with, with other questions, that the they either don't know what to expect or they're expecting something completely different. So the benefit for most people comes in realizing that, oh, this is really way different um, than, than what they expected. So that what, what the, the basis of the, the way that I read is to look at past or existent (coughs) influence, combine that with, current circumstance or what's at the heart of the matter and then to bring that to the most uh, positive outcome in terms of the future possibility uh, that that I can offer to that person. Um, It's also um, it also works for me on the principle of free will and choice, which we all have as human beings. And so therefore, I don't lay information down in such a way that is, this will happen. What I offer you is the possibility based on what I intuit from past or existent conditions and current circumstance. So what you what you end up with is if you don't like the sound of the future possibility based on what I intuit, then the card reading then becomes an opportunity for you to change that up because forewarned is forearmed. And so you can you're given the opportunity uh, to look at things that are happening in your life or not happening in your life and um, are offered a, a tool for a way to to look at those things um, and uh, move forward in in the most positive way possible that I can certainly offer. And I also do try and offer as many little pearls of wisdom uh, that I can that I help I think will help. Um, the uh, inquirer, the person who is sitting across from me, the one who is inquiring of the card, pearl of wisdom will help them with um, certainly that they're against or just ways to source into their daily lives. Thank you so much. And just to answer your question, no, she's not getting 
tarot cards. She's talking about intuitive card reading using regular playing deck. So this is very different, but very ancient um, um, way of reading of divination. Yeah. So this is yeah very 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 unusual, but I love it. I love it. And you said, what if the Chinese repeat that again? A Chinese practice. You may have heard that before because I don't think we, you meant. Yeah, no. Thanks for asking, Melissa. And I just want to say thank you to the listeners and for the people that are listening to the recording. Um, definitely be sure to get in touch with um, Snapchat. She also has WhatsApp. I'll be posting all of her contact details. Show is published. And look out for her online thing that's going to be coming up. You can learn about how to be an intuitive card reader. This is an incredible opportunity because what she does, the does in the world. I don't know. Anybody. <clears throat> yeah, that's teaching this method. So uh, I highly recommend that you get in touch if you're interested in, you know, getting on the list for that course. And um, thank you so much today, Jayessa, for taking the time out and joining me here on Embodying Your Higher Self Tools for Living Consciously. Thank you so much for having me and a big uh, shout out of uh, love and possibility to all of your listeners. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. And and don't forget, everybody, check out what I'm doing in the world. I have an in-person um, intensive shamanic training coming up in May. So you can go on my website at www.spiritweaverjourneys.com to find out more and get in touch with me if you're interested in joining that. And um, lots of great things, Reiki training in Puerto Escondido coming up as well. And I'm going to be doing um, an in-person women's healing and empowerment retreat coming in September. So yeah, just, uh, you know, and if you want to get on my mailing list, definitely drop me a note and I'd love to let you know what's going on. Thank you, everybody. Um, I don't get paid to do this show. So if you want to help to support me, buy me a cup of coffee and I'll put the link in the description. Thanks everyone. Sending you all lots of love. Have a great day or night, wherever you are. Thanks for joining us.